And my my sound is still good, Derek. Okay. <clears throat> all right, we ready to party at all night and part of every day. <clears throat> all right. Hello, friends and fiends. Welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast where an artist and an entomologist team up to illustrate the inspiring abilities of insects by creating bug-themed superheroes. I'm Amanda. <laughs> and I'm Kelly. Producer Derek and Desi are also here. Before we get started creating... Oh. No, Desi. A shame. It's just producer Derek. <laughs> producer Derek is flying solo. Producer Derek is here. Before we get started creating this bug-inspired hero, what's bugging you, Kelly? No, oh, well... Um, I'm getting over a horrendous yes, gastrointestinal baby virus. girl, how you feeling, girl? Ooh. Uh, well, it's not fun to lose <clears throat> six or seven pounds in a single day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. And an entire week's worth of electrolytes in about the same time. It was it was harrowing. Um, it's what the plants crave. And it is what the plants crave. Well. <laughs> I needed some Brondo to get through the whole thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. My husband didn't get sick. It was just me. Um, just we ate the same sick. things. I have no idea. Uh, you know, all the usual bad stuff that comes with the gastrointestinal virus. And then Saturday night, because my I have a I have a heart problem anyway. But then mm-hmm. I think because my electrolytes were super out of balance, I got heart palpitations uh-huh. for like half an hour, maybe forty minutes. It was terrible. Absolutely oh terrible. Yeah. So, so so sick. Your heart was <laughs> skipping a beat. Skipping a beat. I'm better That's now. Cool. I'm uh, I'm healthy. I'm safe. Uh, I had drank a lot of Gatorade and um, fluids. And, they and always that. say when they when they're talking about electrolytes, yeah. Gatorade always enters the chat. Anything. Yeah. But it was it was a little scary. I don't think I've been that sick since. I don't know. Maybe COVID. We had COVID, but yeah. we had COVID light. We had um, the uh, not not like original COVID. Yeah, one of the variants. One of the variants, which was more like the flu, which still sucked. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've had some sort of bronchitis the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, you've been coughing just a lot. after. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not good, but really, it's been limited to just the coughing. So I guess mm-hmm. I'm just gonna call, you know, say a blessing where there's a blessing is that I've only been coughing. Um, it was happened right after Derek and I went and did Fan Expo here in Portland, and I, I don't know if it was con crud or something else, but uh, it came home from. Oh, it was also it the ice. So who knows? Maybe it was just you know a, a many things stressed out about the the storm, and then yeah. I lowered my immune system, and then went and got in a giant room with a bunch of other sweaty little demons like me. So. <laughs> Who knows? Are Who you knows? feeling better now? Yeah, I started taking some mucinex, but the mucinex was giving me crazy dreams. So I stopped oh. taking that. Um, yeah, I had yeah. lots of weird dreams when I was sick, like bizarre, yeah. strange dreams. But I'm off, I won't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, the big thing we're dealing with now is just the wet. It has been wet. January has been not dry at our mm. house. <laughs> it is... Uh, pouring rain all the time here and our sump pump is on its 
on its deathbed of constantly oh, no. pumping, 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 something, something, pumping. Um, do not go to my basement. It is wet. Oh, do you have to worry about uh, mold or anything or? Um, a little bit just with the stuff that's down there. The, the, hmm. the It's technically a root cellar. So it's all cement anyway. So it's just our stuff that's getting right. moldy. So. Well, I see you're, you're recording today at your parents' house. Is that? Yes, I am. Once again. Well, because I didn't want to be in the, the dungeon with the, the sump dungeon. pump going off every minute and a half. <laughs> so, and it's, I mean, it's dumping water on my driveway. Like, Jeez. I just don't know where, how much water, where's it coming from? Because not because the basement's wet. Don't get me wrong, the basement's wet, but it's not like inches wet. It's like how? Where is it keep pulling all of this water from? Oh, well, I'm I'm sorry about your basement issues. I know producer Derek oh, no. has had similar basement well, wetness. Well, that's Oregon for you, baby. Just that's the reason why Oregon. we don't do basements in Oregon. You know, I remember going to my uh, cousin's house when I was a kid and being amazed that they had basements <laughs> because they live in the you know the middle of the country where you can have a basement and it doesn't get horrendously wet. Wow. Um, yeah, so. we have lots of basements here in New Jersey. Yeah. It's fairly We're common. <laughs> Other people. <laughs> we should ask. Well, hopefully the weather will turn nice for us. I'm starting so. to look forward to I've got like a little alarm on my phone. It's like how many days till the sun starts setting later. So we have an 8 o'clock sunset. Oh, boy. You're already or feeling it, huh? <laughs> it's only January. Yeah. Well, yes. But my children really want to be outside. Yeah, and I, I keep having to them. tell them no because it's dark outside, so Ugh. and wet. Not to mention all the wind. So That's I'm I'm wet. hopeful because once the sun starts coming out, I can start looking forward to beautiful, beautiful spring, and that's what I want. Well, spring spring is a good time, especially for us as a bug podcast because yeah, spring exactly. is when all the bugs come back, um, and we have a pretty common uh, spring bug to talk about today. The Katie did. The Katie did. Katie did. Katie didn't. So what do I know about K-Dids? I know. Tell me about them. I know that they're green. Most of them. <laughs> to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that they're named after the noise they make. And I know that they look like grasshoppers. But I do not know if that's an illusion or if they actually are a type of grasshopper. So. Uh, that's it. That's all I know. That's pretty good. That's that's probably about what most people know about katydids. I don't know that katydids are anyone's like favorite bug. You know, maybe like some Katie. You know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all the Katies out there, congrats! You've got your own bug. Yeah, your it's own nice. bug. I'd say the Katie is one of those. Okay, so I've got these. Theories, I have a cousin right? Katie. I hope she's listening and that she likes cousin Katie. Katie. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I've got this theory. Everyone knows one bad mic. Mm -hmm. Not all mics are bad, yeah. but everyone knows one bad mic. <laughs> and I think everyone knows one good Katie. So Yeah, I think so. I, I think I've known two, maybe I've known five Katies total, and I would say the majority were good. All right. I think only one bad Katie. Only one bad Katie? <laughs> See? So, right. My cousin yeah. is a good Katie, so it's fine. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful lady. Um, yeah, so Katie Dids. Katie Dids are their own family. Um, they look kind of like grasshoppers. Uh, an easy way to tell them apart is uh, their antennae. So grasshoppers have like short, little, thicky antennae, and katydids have very long, sort of wispy, uh, sometimes longer than their body antennae. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think katydids also have kind of a hump shape 
back. Yeah, they're and I, they're kind of yeah, they're kind of thick them in the front. Thick them in the front. They kind of taper down in a way that a grasshopper mm-hmm. doesn't. More leafy shaped. Yeah, part part of a katydid's camouflage is they they tend to resemble leaves, which is and now good. that I say that, I think there is an episode of Bluey with the with the <laughs> And the four-year-old calls it a walking leaf. So I, got, I also know that it's on an episode of Bluey. If Are it's on Bluey, Amanda knows leaf? it. Yeah. Oh, I, I promise you if it's on Bluey, I know about it. That's like the only thing. Uh, that and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Those are the two things I get to watch. <laughs> oh, I think I've heard Bluey's very cute, though. So it's it's probably fine, right? I would recommend it. I, you should have watched it while you were sick. It would have been peak experience for you. I should have. Um <laughs> When I was when I was sick, I binge watched most of the Alien movies. Oh wow! Get away I, from her. I love Sigourney Weaver, and I'm like, I need I need the influence of a tough, yeah. you know, bad <laughs> bad woman right now, and I'm just gonna watch Sigourney Daddy. Weaver go nuts on aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Although the jo- the Joss Whedon version, Alien Resurrection, I don't know. Mm, it's been well, a long time since I watched it and we've all kind of come around on the old Joss Whedon pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty bad <laughs> although I love Ron Perlman and he was in it so oh yeah he's such just such a, such a presence on Ron Perlman he, he's but yeah so I instead of though. instead of Bluey I, I just watched a ton of Alien which is one of my favorite sci-fi franchises of all time mm. love it um uh, no nothing looked like katie did though no alien. i was gonna say they're kind of they're kind of exoskeleton-y so they're kind of buggy but they are they this is the trouble with so many um like practical makeup i i let me say for the record as i've said before practical makeup always holds up better than cgi yes, in the long run. absolutely um but that does mean you have to fit a dude in that suit so you can't get like too far away from human yeah. anatomy so that is the downside of it well, they you can't are pull a Star Trek and just put a couple dots on someone and be like, "It's an alien." <laughs> they are parasitoids, so mm. I, I, we can cover parasitoid wasps at some point. It's kind of yeah. what the face huggers do, um, and they do kind of call them bugs derog- okay. derogatorily in the in the in the movies. But nothing like our buddies, the Katie Dids. No, sweet. Imagine if you went sweet to a little leaf shaped Katie. <laughs> primary and how it be so sweet what a sweet planet <laughs> they're actually pretty so katydids are omnivorous and while most of them tend to eat leaves and stems they will chomp other bugs they've got chomping mouth parts like grasshoppers mm, chomp, chomp. and will you know horse will eat a chip if you give it the chance so you know yeah so deer yeah deer eat baby bunnies and birds it's nothing is truly sorry to anyone who didn't know that i'm so sorry to have shattered sorry. your world uh, <laughs> The uh, no, nothing is hardly any animals are truly herbivorous just well, just say it i mean things happen it's all about opportunity i'm so sorry yeah. i'm so sorry people who are shocked right now um like but yeah the katydids will eat other bugs they like aphids so everything aphids. eats aphids Ape, everybody eats aphids. <laughs> cereal <laughs> of the bug world they're like grapes you just pop them in your mouth oh no like oh. chunky little grapes Unexpectedly brutal on the cast. <laughs> there are about eight thousand species of katydid, wow. which is pretty big. It's a pretty big I family. Every time, every time you tell me how many bugs there are, I always go, "Wow!" As like, I should just, I should just internalize that there's a lot of different a kinds lot. of bugs. And again, that's just one family. 
You know yeah. what I mean? That's one family. It's when we, when we talk about how significant insects are in all ecosystems, their sheer numbers just provide so much good protein for the rest of that system. Bugs are well, awesome we talked about, and important. Like, the, um, the, the Daddy Long episode, we talked about oh, how... Pedro? Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal. <laughs> uh, our dear friend, friend of the podcast, Pedro Pascal. Um, that like... You only really need to put a little bit of a barrier in between bugs, and they'll just start becoming new bugs. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh this speciation. Not on yeah. this side of the river anymore. I guess I'll. Uh, yeah, geographic speciation is hysterical for some of these things if they don't move very far. Uh, with katydids, you get some of that, um, and they're what's kind of neat is their size changes depending on where they are. So in the tropics, you get these heckin' big katydids which are like an inch and a half long the, the jurassic oh. park or, or six inches i think they can get up to six inches yeah inches. <laughs> yeah that's the giant malaysian katydid six inches oh. which is 15 that's centimeters for everybody else but it's a dollar <laughs> it's a big boy a big bug if yeah if yeah. you ever need to measure something and you don't have any measuring things a dollar or six inches um, i didn't know that thanks amanda I, I never thought about that all the time. It's a problem. <laughs> I just really stopped doing it. Um, but yeah, that's a big bug. I'm glad they're mostly herbivorous. Herbivorous. <laughs> if I would want that guy coming at my ankles. What did what did Lex call it in Jurassic Park? Plant Plantosaurus. Vegisaurus. Vegisaurus. Yeah, they're like Vegisaurus. Um, they're flocking this way. But some of them are pretty pretty small. The, the smallest is just under an inch in length which is like okay. 1.8 centimeters that's the slender meadow katie did what a cute name oh my gosh she's cottage core this cottage she, queen. she hangs out with the mason bee they're best friends yes yeah they're yeah yeah they're, they're definitely growing like a community garden together <laughs> that is so such a sweet name i love when they have sweet it's names very cute yeah and you um you mentioned before the song Katie did, Katie didn't. Yeah. Katie and did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie. That's like one of the only things I know. That is, um, that's like the common Katie did uh, in mm. North America. They make that song, but that not all species make the Katie did, Katie didn't song. Oh, okay. So this is like this differs. is like the frog thing, where we all think frogs do that noise that you hear in the back of movies, but that's only in it's just one. It's just one frog. Yeah, what yeah, species? It's just one. One frog goes ribbit, ribbit, but because mm -hmm. it happens to be the one that lives outside of all the Hollywood studios, that's the one people know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they make, depending on the species, uh, depending what they're doing. So mm. a lot of the time it's the males making songs to attract females, but they could also be signaling for, uh, this is my territory. Mm. Don't come in here. Uh, and then occasionally the females will sing too. So you might get Katie did duets which is adorable so yeah yeah um so some yeah the common katie did is the kind of what we see here through the eastern u.s maybe it goes to texas i'm not 100 percent sure what we've got on your neck of the woods in the pacific northwest yeah i'm not sure katie did wise i know you've got them i think um, we do got them because i definitely have to feel like i've had one in my hand before yeah, yeah. I think if you if if the folks look at my my Instagram, fills your niche at Instagram, whatever. Um, I do have a Katie did picture in there that I took on campus one day, which is cute. 
Um, oh, producer Derek says it's the Mediterranean Katie did. Um, Phaneroptera nana on your your end, your end of the country. But it's probably green. Yeah, I'm nowhere near the Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, it's likely an introduced species. It happens. Which we've, one thing we've learned from this podcast that bugs travel. They don't stay in their native range. Bugs are where you find them. That yeah. is certainly true. <laughs> we move them around quite a bit. Um, some of them, I think probably my favorite subfamily of Katie did is called the the um, armored ground cricket. And these are thick, kind of spiny. Um, they're, they're pretty large. I think a lot of them are in Europe for the most part, except for our UK listeners. I don't think they're over there, but they'll have a different type of Katie did. But yeah, the, these little dudes are everywhere, all over the world. Everyone's got their own Katie did. Now I'm just looking at pictures of Katie dids. <laughs> funny looking little dudes. They are. Yeah, that leaf, <laughs> that leaf shape makes them. <laughs> and, and like you said, some of them are very leaf shaped and some mm -hmm. of them are just kind of grasshoppers with they had a big lunch but <laughs> a lot of them are like properly leaf shaped like this one that i'm looking at the round-headed katie did really looks a lot like those um helicopter seeds you'll see drop from oh yeah yeah from maples kind of those are maple seeds yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah they, they well they need to green. to do that because they're mostly nocturnal um so they want to look like a leaf or a seed or something while they're resting during the day. So predators can't figure out they're a tasty bug. And again, this comes back to, there's so many bugs we've never discovered just because they're so good at looking like something else. I mean, like just, sorry to mention spiders again. We're always talking about spiders, but spiders are like wrapped around the, the branch. I've been seeing a lot of those online lately. Oh yeah. And like, they're gone. If you don't know it's there, it's just, not a bug sitting on a branch i saw and a picture like, of one of those spiders in in all bugs go to kevin i think it was mm -hmm. last week or the week before and it it almost looks like a bird poop yeah like a bird poop sometimes they'll like look like well, like, like a, a notch on a branch yeah. yeah that like where it didn't grow it's crazy to me it's crazy and it's <laughs> crazy that that's the sort of stuff yeah camouflage can happen i don't know it's just kind of blows my mind <laughs> <laughs> but like that you're not doing this like quote unquote on purpose that this is something right totally outside of your the individual's control that it, this is just how your body is because it just happened to work yeah the ones who did yeah. it lived so their kids do it too you know that's crazy to me and it's it's not just bugs so the, the cool thing about camouflage is we see this in all kinds of animals um here in new jersey i loved listening to the whippoorwill uh, it's a bird and Another um like an, for what noise it makes <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's a type of night jar and if they're so well camouflaged with their feathers that you could be looking right at one mm -hmm. and they're they're nocturnal so they're sleeping during the day you could look head on and you'd never notice you're looking at a bird because it looks like tree bark it's incredible right. i mean birds birds and butterflies have that the same sort of strategy either you're all the way blended in or you're so bright that no one's yeah. gonna think that you're here <laughs> I'm all black with a pop of red, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Look at me. Like they're uh, red winged blackbirds. Yeah, with we that have a beautiful stripe. Our local pond. They're, they're great. great. They'll go right past your head at our local pond. <laughs> they're, I mean, it, you know, it's a 
a walking path pond. So people oh, yeah. go by all day, every day. So and they they're don't... nesting in the reeds, right? Right. Yeah, the tall cattail reeds. And I mean, they know you're not going to bother them, so they're just they don't mind. At you. <laughs> well, what what's kind of cool about red wing blackbirds is they the male one male will have maybe five girlfriends and oh, they a horror experience <laughs> yeah and they will all have nests and reproduce with him but he's got a pretty big territory so it makes him a little crazy and that's oh, they will like defend running between yeah all of them all the time. yeah mm-hmm. don't They're bite cool. off more than you can chew red wing <laughs> little guy <laughs> blackbird red wing blackbird yeah that's the one that's the one <laughs> yeah but uh, so so sometimes, and maybe you've seen this online. Our listeners have probably seen this online. Have you seen the pink katydids? I'm looking at them right now on Google because <laughs> I, I mentioned how green they are. And then, bam, this guy looking beautiful in a fuchsia pink. I can only describe oh, yeah. it as dragon fruit pink. It is <laughs> so pink. It's very, it's almost Barbie pink. Yes. Oh, in. In right now. In right now, yes. At time of recording, Oscar snub Barbie is a very big topic. <laughs> very big. Big hashtag all over the place now. But um, yeah, they get quite pink. They can also be orange or yellow. Are the pink guys tropical or is that just like a funny little thing? Because no. pink's the exact opposite of green. It's not so the color you would, you'd want to be. as yeah. a <laughs> So usually when we get these color abnormalities it's a recessive gene which means both parents have to carry that gene to make a baby that's pink except this is wild this this came out of probably a few years ago now and by a few years i no longer understand time could be 10 years not sure Mm -hmm. could be the 90s i don't know but (laughs) that's that's how life during y2k but it was just a few years ago to me (laughs) who knows uh but i it's somewhat new um so a bunch of scientists went out they're like oh this has got to be a recessive gene it's not pink and i believe the orange and yellow are dominant traits only one parent has to have that pink gene to make a pink baby that's interesting this is like the the, my brother's a redhead so we there's we're pundit square my brother's a redhead too yeah (laughs) um but we're the 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 square you know we've got two parents mom's a redhead pundit square but only one of the four of us is also (laughs) even though my so my dad's dad is a redhead so there's a lot of redhead Mm. happening there but my brother is married to another lovely redhead it makes them look like siblings but we don't bring it up um <laughs> and their kid like there's just no chance they're all their kids are going to be redheads but there's, like, there's a high chance and we're gonna they're... have to cut that they do listen to the podcast <laughs> I, I mean i feel like i've said that to ethan's face <laughs> they look like siblings <laughs> um but, yeah well, so <laughs> take it out take it out <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the this is actually the dominant trait, and, and you're probably wondering why we don't have more pink yeah, katydids, then, right? Well, this is interesting. This is something called directional selection, where we have more of that recessive trait in the population, which is green, than uh-huh. the dominant trait. And that's because that recessive trait, you live longer. You live yeah, longer I was say, do they just because you're green? They don't pass it on. 
this is fine this is like a pokemon with a shiny version in real life <laughs> it is it is i've never <laughs> seen a pink katie did in real life i know they exist i know I, we know from pokemon that you don't know a lot about pokemon I but know that the the typical shiny is always either green or pink that seems to be oh. they can't decide what to do with a shiny they're like make it green make it pink <laughs> so this is I'm, I'm living my pokemon life right now the, the listeners will maybe be pleased to know that uh while i was cleaning uh the second bedroom out which is mostly storage uh over the week when i was starting to feel better um i we have a, a box full of video games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have a we have like a nintendo 64 we have a gamecube we have a playstation we, we have like all this stuff and i've been putting some of it away because we really just play pc games i pulled right. out my game boy color and red Pokemon. Yeah. And I, I will be playing it. I also pulled out like Final Fantasy because that was in there too. But gotta. Yeah. I haven't plugged it in yet. I, well, it needs new batteries and that's fine. But um, I will be trying the Pokemon Red. I don't yeah, red know where the little cartridge came from. Maybe it's my brother's. No idea. But yeah, it might be Joe's. You just don't know. Like, no, uh... he didn't have a Game Boy Color. He didn't have Game Boy when he was a kid. Oh, mm. I don't think anyway. Uh, just be careful those cards are old enough now that the internal batteries have started to go so oh, really however far you get in one session may be as far as you get oh that's okay it may not save but yeah. it'll get you the experience if you play for a few hours yeah that's probably all i'm gonna want to play anyway is a few hours the bugs are like the first or the second like danger zone yeah 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 the second second road that you go the down first forest you get into Indian forest is all bug 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 you will be inundated with caterpillars and and other caterpillars <laughs> that, have, that have a name it's like weevil i know but... weedle is one yes, right yeah weedle? weedle and a caterpie are the two oh, boys yeah. and one turns into a bee and one turns into a butterfly i'll let you discover for yourself <laughs> who does who yeah but yeah so i, I will be trying out pokemon at time of recording pal world is taken over right now which... i want that game it looks adorable you um, might play pal world and decide hey pokemon's all right <laughs> yeah we uh joe and i have a streamer we really love um uh, an aussie named uh Jaludal. i think his, his name's really miss josh but he's on youtube and we love watching him play seven days uh which is a, a zombie shooter but he just started playing pal world and it looks ridiculous it looks looks very i mean it really is i think a very straightforward example of you have to i'm trying to figure out how to how to say this i mean as if you're going to be a long-standing franchise the way that pokemon certainly has been Mm -hmm. there's going to be a section of your market that ages out of your all-age content and they're going to want more adult quote-unquote gameplay especially as like games aren't for just kids anymore yeah. i don't know why they didn't i don't know why nintendo didn't make a pal world out of i think the short answer any is sense they wanted their brand integrity to be all ages and that means they have to keep their content fit for 10 year olds you know and, and and i think there's also a question of of cultural difference going on like hmm. the, i don't want to speak too authoritatively of something i'm not incredibly familiar with Mm -hmm. but japanese culture around um i I don't know if i want to mention guns on the podcast but japanese culture around violence is very different than american yeah oh i'm sure i think that's probably safe to say yeah 
uh, particularly with, you know, firearms. Like, that's just how yeah. it is. But they still uh, could have made a Pal World-like game Yeah, I mean, especially with, like, the violence. You know, Digimon you know. exists. I think there's just a lot of nuance between, like, because Digimon is, like, very, very violent compared to Pokemon, mm-hmm. even though Pokemon is about fighting animals. Yeah. Somehow... Somehow they've gotten away with not being violent, <laughs> or like, have the reputation of violence. Oh, yeah, with Pokemon. Uh, so yeah, there is a question there, and I know that Pokemon, the company, has been trying to sue Pal World into the ground. Really? Oh yeah, oh. from Jump, and 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 not working, huh? I, I, I think be, that's mistaken. No, Pokemon has been trying to sue Pal World the whole time. They filed like they they failed like three different copyright infringement. I'm gonna have to look that up. Feel free to look it up. Feel free, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but my understanding that there. they have failed, and that the response has been, you can't it's set parody, an industry, right? Yeah, you can't set an industry standard of a genre. You don't own the genre of catch monsters. Yeah, because otherwise the, the the genre wouldn't exist. Like Pokemon is already jumping off of a different thing mm-hmm. of catch monsters. That's like a an established genre by the time pokemon shows up pokemon just changed the game just did it better than everybody else yeah you I can't mean, otherwise you can't monster own. rancher and digimon and um monster hunter world sort monster of hunter, maybe? yeah all yeah. those things wouldn't exist they would have to claim that oh well the, it's our thing but they, they can't because it was they were just one of this genre and so now just because they took over the genre doesn't mean they own the genre this is a lot of stuff that's probably gonna get covered <laughs> i guess like, we like don't need to talk about it. but Power World. Power World. Um, I'll I do. Look. I do want to try it. I think it's only like twenty six dollars or something. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's also part of it. I mean, keep in mind that video games cost sixty bucks now. Yeah, yeah. Like for the basic game, you're play- spending sixty bucks. I got paying sixty bucks to play Paper Mario. You know, ridiculous. Well, what we could what we could do is when the spring comes, we could just go outside. We can go outside and not play as many video games. How dare you say these <laughs> words to me? Take photos of your local bugs. Send them to me. Is I want to know what they um, are. Plug, what's that That encyclopedia Derek loves? Where you take pictures of bugs and then upload it. And it's like your own personal Pokedex. Oh, iNaturalist. It can be tricky for bugs because a lot of the defining features for at species level can be very subtle things that are hard to right. photograph. Yeah, that's what Kevin was saying. That like... Yeah, you I just think, sometimes you just stop at genus. Not just a big gotta deal. Get the general size and shape and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, maybe spring comes, we go outside, we take photos touch of our grass. bugs, we touch some grass. You send send me mm. the photos of your bugs because I want to look at them. Um, and maybe I can ID them for you. It's always good practice for me to ID bugs. My friends and family send me bugs all the time and birds. Send me your birds. Send me your plants. I love it. You should just you got you got our email edit where it's like, hey, put your pictures of animals in here. Uh, you they, people should. Yeah, we've got a subreddit. Bugs need heroes. Um, come share your pictures with us. I share my nature pictures in the sub sometimes. They're not always bugs. I think I just we shared. We will a also accept pets. Pets we love. Pets. We pets. Love. Yeah. Show us your pet pics. Um, Does anyone have pet Katie did? Is that a thing? I feel uh, like. They you know, need a lot of room to bounce, so you wouldn't they, want to keep them inside. They they do like to bounce. They've got the strong back legs, like our buddies, the grasshoppers. Um, Their legs seem so much spindlier 
spindly. <laughs> They're not hefty. A gra- when no. I think of a grasshopper, I think hefty. Yeah, Those like dudes a, are... they have that thick drumstick at the yeah. bottom. The <laughs> they do. But, but Katydids is pretty slim. She's pretty slender as her... Her slender support. meadow katie did yeah slender meadow katie did. yeah they're cute um they they don't live for a super long time so as as an adult they're really just gonna live that season yeah i hate I, that's my least favorite part about bugs is that they don't seem to live very long it's hard to have a pet bug because yeah, they don't live very long unless you've got a tarantula some of them can be like 20 25 years old for several years as well yeah like you may get three years out of a bug if you're lucky you know it's it's iffy um what's kind of cool about katydids so speaking to kind of their shape is that so katydids go through incomplete metamorphosis do you remember what that is amanda and they don't pupate yeah yeah break out of their previous (laughs) Skin. Ah, like a like adult a crab does yeah. shimmy out of that yeah yeah it's egg nymph uh adult the yes. nymph the nymph stage amanda oh all of my gods the <laughs> they are so neat that they pretend to be other bugs as nymphs one of them so they, they pretend to be spiders they they might look like assassin bugs which we should definitely definitely cover um or ants so I just googled it. They're so small, right, so, it's so tiny, it's a little little fella. My favorite part about them looking like an ant is so you can see they still have their really long antennae, but uh-huh. only the very bottom part of the antennae where it connects to the head is black, so the antennae look short. How crafty! That's so funny. How crafty is that? Sneaky things happening here. Okay, I've just seen the one that looks like a spider. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's such a different shape from what I was. <laughs> I got the ant one right here. Just teeny tiny little orange. I'm just, don't pay attention to me. I'm just another ant, you guys. Mm-hmm. Me too, fellow kids. Yeah. And then the spider one is like such a different shape. Yeah. That's wild. Evolution's amazing, isn't it? It's just... Man, they really look like ants. They really look like spiders. Just cool. Katie did. Katie did at this point. Katie did. Did she? She did. She did. And then that's when you like snap one of your fans. <laughs> she did. What did the kids say? She ate that? Is that what she the kids did? say? <laughs> <laughs> I just make myself sound so old every oh, single time no. I try. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend I know what the kids say. Yeah, go talk I, to the undergrads, see if they ate it. I haven't I haven't taught in a couple years, so I'm I'm out of touch <laughs> with the undergrads. I can't wait to finish my PhD and hopefully get like a lecture position. Yeah, you're so and close. You're so close. Then I'll be back with the kids. I love teaching. Um, I love college kids. They're like into it. Wow, I'm okay. So I'm I'm looking at nymphs mm-hmm. again. Yeah, some of them are so colorful too. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the exact opposite. I'm gonna blend in, or I'm gonna stand out. Seems stand, to be the strategy. Standing out, yeah. This guy is standing out. I encourage the listeners to uh, use your favorite search bar and type in "Katie did nymph," and then maybe "Katie did nymph ant" or "Katie did nymph spider" because it's incredible. Absolutely yeah, this incredible. One, stock photo "Katie did nymph." He's like red and teal, which <laughs> very is pretty. Look. Yeah, that's the drag queen of Katie did nymphs. Right there. <laughs> Standing out. Mm. 
eat me. I dare you. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. We'll have to get, um, there's plenty of like free copyright Katie nymph photos. So maybe we'll get some up on, on Instagram. Because I don't have any photos of nymphs. I only have photos of adults. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're only an inch. They're so long, small, I'm not looking yeah. for them. Yeah. How do you find the nymphs? Yeah. I have to I think, stumble upon them on the right day. The Katie did I have a photo of is like over an inch in length. Mm -hmm. So that's why I know it was there because it was big. Yeah. Easy to spot. And green. Um, but yeah, so they're they're pretty neat. And they take about five to eight malts to become adults. So that nymph stage is between two and three months long, which you remember is pretty fair for most bugs, right? That's about what I expect, yeah. Yeah, lots of time as babies eating, eating and trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Um, they overwinter as eggs, so the, the adults will lay eggs in the in the fall, and then that's about it for them. But they just... They're just neat. Uh, oh, they do bite, by the way. Akita did will bite you wow. because it can't tell the difference between your finger and a juicy bug. So, well, <laughs> I'm delicious. So, yeah. I mean, I don't hold it against them. It's not terrible. I've never been bitten by one, but uh, I would imagine it's not horrible. Unless you've got one of those like six inch, one of those big boys. Yeah, one of those. Oh, that's a bite. Chonkers. Yeah, I don't want that guy going at me. Um, I think so. so. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I think one of the reasons we wanted to cover Katie Dids, because I think this episode's coming out around Valentine's Day. Yes. Is their courtship. So. The... Well, you mentioned that they sing. Do they do more than just mm -hmm. sing? Well, the males, the males really know how to give a lady what she wants. So while they're singing and they're doing that, that sort of auditory courtship behavior, the male will also present the female with food, <gasps> a little snack, her, uh, a, a, a fruit <laughs> bouquet. <laughs> it's a it's it's a protein pack that he attaches to a sperm packet. So it's not it's not quite as as wonderful for well, we would not horrible sentence you've just said to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something humans want, but <laughs> the Katie did lady. Oh, so gross! It made me cop. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, uh, listeners. Also, <laughs> nothing good about a sperm pack. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah, they don't they don't mate the same way humans, no, you know, no. have. But um, but that extra protein pack is really important because she needs that protein to make eggs. So it's like a hey, um, you've accepted my offer to mate. I'm also bonus going to give you this big food pack. Yeah. There's perks to being my lady wife. Yeah, we, we can pretend it's pizza if it makes everyone feel better. About... No, I don't want. <laughs> you don't, don't want to think about pizza. No, I, I don't want to think about those two things. That's something I something I like, but something I'm not enthused about. Um, I've been getting a lot of ads as we come up on Valentine's Day uh, for like beef jerky bouquets. I don't know if you've seen those. Oh yeah, for some reason, I don't know. Advertisers think men just only want beef jerky. I don't get it. Fun fact, Cody got me that one time for Valentine's Day. And it was a success because I love beef jerky. So I also like beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah. We also got a beef jerky bouquet. I think that same year for his buddy that was going through a hard time. Oh, so, that's very sweet of you. 
Well, Cody loves to make people feel good, and he knows beef jerky is the way to my heart. (laughs) I also love to make people feel good. Nothing makes me feel better than making someone else feel good. Is that weird? How beautiful of you. Oh, no. It's just like that episode of Friends where like Phoebe wants <laughs> she, one of them, one of the cynics is all like, well, every good thing you do is actually selfish because it makes you feel good. And Phoebe like goes to prove him wrong. And it's but cool. it turns out it, it, it does. It turns out that's fine. Actually, it's yeah. fine that I get a reward for being good. That's yeah. that's fine. Actually, It's okay to enjoy making other people happy. Yeah. I think it'll make the world a better, a better place if we all felt that way. Yeah. Um, there so definitely for, are people who do not feel good about making other people feel no. good. Well, speaking of Valentine's Day, is that like a big deal in your house? No. Do you guys do stuff? <laughs> not really. We almost always celebrate a week, sometimes two weeks later, because uh, Cody hates crowds, hates hmm. going to restaurants where the staff is slammed. He'd rather not do that. Yeah, it's hard um, to go out to eat on Valentine's Day. Yeah, he... Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like doing the public thing so we usually wait a couple weeks and then we'll go out and now that we have kids it's when a grandparent can take a child you know (laughs) do do the kids make you a little valentine's day cards though um, typically they do cody's going to listen to this and know cody that i love you with all my heart you're my very favorite boy in the whole world but he's just not very good at thinking of those things ahead of time of like i'll have the kids make mom a card or whatever okay he he remembers from Mother's Day because Mother's Day, it's right there on the tin. You have to do something for mom. Um, but he doesn't always think ahead about those things. And I don't like to make him feel bad that I did think ahead about those things. So I don't always do it either because I'm always like, I don't want Cody to have a, a pile of things that we've made for him and make him feel bad. It's a whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but I guess the short answer is. Uh, I thought it was the thing that like teachers made the kids do in school and is yes Ted's not old yes. enough yeah my oldest is he missed the cutoff day for preschool by less than a month oh, so okay. he's he'll be an old um an old kindergartner which is probably going to work out fine for him because of the way boys are in school and especially because i yeah. strongly suspect he will be on some sort of adhd spectrum of one kind or another yeah um, just because so this might be easier for him anyway yeah i think it might be better for him to be more the accommodating yes um i was an older kid my birthday's in the fall so mm. i was one of the older kids you know i turned 16 before all my friends and got a drive you know that sort of stuff my birthday's um, in june i was a young kid you were with a baby yeah so i was like younger than everybody <laughs> a little else. fresh little five-year-old walking in <laughs> on the first day. Well, i was supposed to be born in october so oh right you know God, that you were like super you were you just couldn't wait to get out here couldn't not- wait tired of <laughs> tired of my add was was even then i could like oh sit it's still. so bored in here it's <laughs> yes, all hot and cozy oh i'm getting out i was Leave. very bored <laughs> it's too warm we all know i don't like to be sweaty so that's true you hate a water bed you're out of here you gotta go we don't that's- um we kind of do stuff for valentine's day mm-hmm. uh we give each other like little gifts i yeah. just i just love a reason to buy him a gift you That's know fair. Fair. so i feel that way too I'm also i know all these holidays are gifts and then waiting nonsense. yeah yeah i want you to give you, buy you a gift that give you a gift me too That's what i want me uh, too i just ordered myself a valentine's day gift last night so you oh. know that's that's where we're at we're you ordering can. ourselves valentine's day gifts <laughs> <You can. laughs> 
Uh, you know, I Cody might... loves chocolate, so we often will go to the Valentine's, you know, on the 15th. Mm. Although they kind of stopped doing that. It feels like a lot the candy of candy sale. Yeah, they don't do the candy sale. They just ship it off to the dollar store or wherever, and they don't sell it themselves anymore. And I'm like, Winco, Fred Myers, wherever I'm at, I will buy your discount chocolates. I will buy a ton of your discount chocolates. Just leave them there. I will be here on the 15th <laughs> to get your chocolates. Yes, I, Derek. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> I, if you want to talk about the uh, more about that courtship sound things, I think there was another superpower hidden in there. And the, okay. the courtship. Oh, let me reread one. Oh, yeah. All right, we okay. can do that. All right. So, so he so he wants to impress his lady love uh, upcoming Valentine's Day. I'm a Katie. Did I'm trying to impress <laughs> a lady love? So I'm going to give her a beef jerky bouquet. Yes. Um, with. With, with a protein shake attached to it that yeah. I hate to mention. <laughs> we'll call, um, call it a protein <laughs> shake. <laughs> and I'm going to sing her a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. Katie did. Katie, Katie all, all Katie did. I assume they're all named Katie. He sings about what Katie did and what Katie didn't do. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else he does? Is he just singing? And, and, well, so, I mean, wine and dine, I'm not going to say is a bad strategy. No, it's a it's a perfectly cromulent strategy for the Katie did. Um so when he's when he's singing his little song which is neat the, he, he's rubbing his wings together there's like a smooth part of the wing and there's more of like a file like part on the other wing yeah so this it, is this is one of those like misconceptions right that, that grasshoppers use their legs and it's a lie it's the wings actually uh for for katie yeah for katie it's, it's the wings um i think for a lot of them it's the wings i don't remember specifically with grasshoppers mm -hmm. um but, so, but he's got one of those. This is called stridulation. It's, it's, it's friction. It's just friction. It's, it's, it's the stick and the fish, right? Crunk, crunk, crunk. Yeah, it is like the crunk, stick crunk, and the fish. They make yeah. you play when you're the untalented kid in music <laughs> class in the fourth grade. Crunk, crunk, crunk. Crunk, crunk, crunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except the, the lady Katie's are into it. So it's fine. I love it. You know, they, they have. Um, so I think we've called, we've talked about tympano before, or the tympanal membrane on some insects legs it's like an eardrum on their oh, leg yeah. yes, yes. and it's how they have sound what's really cute is the ladies will lift their leg in the air to try to hear the song better because you know it's got to hit the membrane like like judy judy dench and cats when she enjoys <laughs> the song up the leg goes still haven't oh, seen it thank goodness oh my gosh you gotta see it it's on netflix now <laughs> I I, every time we scroll past it i'm like cody today could be the day that you finally watch cats and get and every time he's he doesn't like, no. want to do it either right no he thinks so he loves a bad movie but he wants it to be bad genuinely he wants mm. it to be the room like, oh what how how can he not enjoy cats he, he thinks it looks so bad that it's not fun anymore oh i i would say that it is fun because <laughs> it's so bad it's one of my favorites because of that i i i think he'll need the right group and then he'd have fun but he he thinks it looks just disturbing instead of fun i think it looks disturbing it so looks we have disturbing. Kelly and Kelly to watch it at the same time so they can yeah. be disturbed there's a i don't think you need to watch the whole thing i don't think you probably should watch the whole thing but there's a point like about halfway through where it's like you're like okay this is enough but i think <laughs> i think if you get up to after the milk bar i think no i think you want to go as far as 
I think you want Sir to Ian McKellen's going. Oh yeah. Meow meow meow. boy. It's so bad. It was the last movie I saw before quarantine, and I was haunted by that for for <laughs> two years. Meow yeah, meow that's, meow. That's tough. Uh, I yeah. think you stop right after Old Deuteronomy. I think that's. I think this is this is too into weeds, but I would say <laughs> I'd say it's enjoyable in the right mindset. Anyways, continue. <laughs> My um, problem with it is we could. Okay, I'm gonna try not to, but know that I could go on an hour long rant about musicals right now. <laughs> we can't. He just can't. We I would can't. love to with you, but we can't. But we will have to do a special, ep- a very special episode where I get to yell about my opinions sometimes. Maybe that will become our vertical video sensation is Amanda has opinions about things. Oh, that I would be so great. Many, I have so many opinions. We should about just do vertical video, Amanda. No opinions. context for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. They, they don't matter. It, I should not have such a strong opinion about it, but that's how I live my life. That's okay. okay? Sometimes you gotta. Um, I so... either care about something too much or not at all. That's how I roll. <laughs> I think I have a similar... I might have a similar thing. Uh, I think. Anyway, she lifts her leg in joy to say, oh, what a beautiful song. And she's got to catch that sound so she knows where he's coming from. Yeah. And then, then he'll come, come and either, either she'll be into him or she won't. And the and kick him in the face. Yeah, the, the protein shake or not is accepted. And Does then, she ever take the protein shake and then say, get out of here? <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think uh, it's, I think they're honest in that. Oh, Although we should do a whole episode on dishonest signaling and insects because it's a very fascinating topic where there's a little like line the, the going on that like are like i'm a lady glowworm but then surprise I, i'm gonna eat you actually oh the uh the um uh, fireflies lightning bugs yeah fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah there's a lot of other dishonesty that that can happen um fiddler crab males will lie about how fit they are their big old claw might be kind of hollow <laughs> inside <gasps> there's lots of neat they're Nita. faking those gains. They're putting on Instagram filters on they are, their yeah. flaws. Oh my gosh! I can't believe this. We we should we should do an episode about about we gotta break dishonesty. The, yeah, our crustacean shell at some point and we, say crabs is bugs. <laughs> we should cover <laughs> crabs and shrimps at some point. Lobsters um, is bugs. There's just sea bugs. Sea bugs. Yeah. So I think we're we're at the point where we might want to start superpowered talking about our hero the katie did would you make a katie did a boy or a girl i i mean i just feel this is my bias showing but if we're gonna or, name her i mean katie, or non-binary i guess but i guess that's also true but i kind of want to draw you want you want katie katie the lady i kinda want katie <laughs> i know that that's oh you just draw girls a lot because the ladybugs are often <laughs> including the ladybug are often just kind of more uh they have more interesting behaviors. Yeah. So. Uh, I would say with between males and females, their behaviors are very similar. So we don't yeah. have to worry too much about about um, sexual dimorphism in kids. I think if we think about superpowers, obviously jumping. They've got those yes. boing boing legs. Um, song. I don't know how you how would you turn song into a superpower? Well, because there's several superheroes that have kind of sonic screams. Black mm. Canary being, I think, kind of the yeah, the the black black Canary. So, so you, it could be like so you. It's not to woo; it's to fight. Because it could be like a woo usually, song, like a yeah. siren song. 
Ooh, yes, that's very true. We could just kind of have her be kind of generally musical, as musical. it were. Although she'd have to wear her AirPods on her leg, apparently. It's going to look weird. Uh, obviously, camouflage. Um, they look quite leaf-like. There's a, a Katie did called the Lichen Katie did, and it has all these little spiny protrusions off of it, and it looks like a clump of lichen. It's very pretty. It's sort of uh, black and green stripey. Uh, some of them have eye spots on their wings. So when they open the wings, it looks like eyes. We've seen that in butterflies and moths. And Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't looked at any pictures of them with their wings open. Do they have cool wings or are they just kind of They're standard? like light. They're kind of papery. They're sort of light and papery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what, See I, what I mean. Yeah. Very, very translucent. Very. Yes. I mean, they're kind of jumpers, not really fly. They're not. They don't really fly. They might kind glide. Like a chicken. Yeah, yeah, like a chicken, can, but it's it's not great. No one wants to see it happen. It's not. It's not good. Okay, um, and then spines. You know, some of them have spines that protect them from predators. Uh, they also have spines around their mouths, which form almost a cage to keep their prey stuck to the face. Which is horrifying if you think about that on like a close-up level. That is horrifying. <laughs> that's like some real, that's some real like Bane from Batman nonsense. A little bit, on. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Specifically from the the movie, not from his comic book appearance. You mean uh, friend of the pod, Tom Hardy? Friend of the pod, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> main man. I was watching something the other day, and they mentioned that like Tom Hardy had been in a movie. Chris Pine, that's what it was. Um, my uh, <laughs> my uh, the, the the TV keeps suggesting this one spy movie where mm. Reese Witherspoon is unknowingly dating two spines spies, one of which is played by Chris Pine and one of which is played by Tom Hardy. And I was like, this feels like the ultimate movie for Kelly and I to watch. Oh my really. goodness, yes. <laughs> what is this? What is We've this? mentioned before that we find both those men very nice, and they both yes. rough up good. They're both very good roughed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know I prefer a roughed up man. You 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 like them? Uh, was it cleans up nice, roughs up good, whatever, dirty up, <laughs> dirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is again very weird because my husband is a very clean. Um, he's very like shaped beard, you know, like well manicured yeah. man. Oh, yeah. yeah, he he cares about that stuff, which I very much appreciate. Um, but yeah, no, oh, Tom Hardy. It's always nice, always nice to return to the original, the original uh, dude we talk about on the podcast, which is Tom Hardy. Old Tommy Hardy, <laughs> part of the podcast. Oh. Uh, Katie did. So I usually like to include a little bit of like the bug in culture. So we know yes. how they've been viewed by different. Trying to figure out how to make her leaf shaped without, while still making her basically human shaped. <laughs> so Katie did. This is a folklore in the American Southwest. Uh, I think that, that uh, the Katydids sing to bring in cold weather. And three months from the first Katydid song will be frost. Which I think is kind of fun. I love a little folklore. That is, that is cute. Yeah. It's like summoning, summoning the cold. I'm ready. I couldn't find if this was um, what culture from the South, the Southern U.S. Uh, kind of form this i don't know if it's older than i don't know if it, it is uh from indigenous folks or if maybe it's just something that that kind of happened here after settlers or, or 
or what, but it's very cute. The the Cherokee actually have a myth involving the katydid where two hunters are camping and there's a katydid near them and it, it starts to sing and the one hunter gets kind of snide about it and says, oh, this, this stupid katydid doesn't know it's going to be dead by the end of the season and here it is singing. And the katydid replies, uh, you shouldn't boast because you're going to be dead before tomorrow night. So don't be rude to the katydids, I think is the... Yeah. There, I like a swarm. I'm gonna come and chomp him. That's that's fucking terrifying. Imagine if yeah. you're like, hey. and then like a bug would just like speak not of what you do not understand. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Tomorrow is your last. Tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> you've made your final mistake, mortal. Prepare yourself. Pretty pretty scary. Um, Katie, Katie did folklore uh, from the from the Cherokee. I don't know if that's maybe like some morality morality part of their culture but that yeah, is a stories you know you know they got a lot of those sort of like hey nature's gonna gonna get hers if you don't knock it off you know? yeah be be kind um and then there's this comes from so Catherine judson was an author from like 1914 and she put together a this this book uh, about the Mississippi Valley and the Great Lakes and kind of the the myths and the folklore around that region. And she wrote this one thing down where katydids and, and locusts or grasshoppers die each winter because they spend all spring singing and the ants are busy building their house and making things ready for the winter. And the katydids are like, hey, ants, let us come live in your house. And the, the ants are like, no. <laughs> No, you spent all summer singing and doing nothing and you did not prepare and then and then you die. So I think yeah. I've heard that one before. I think there's an, a twist on that one where the ants do take care of the grasshopper. Mm. And he's like so eternally grateful. I don't remember what he does for them. But I mean, that's basically speaking of Bugs mm. Life. That's kind of like the twist on a Bugs Life is the idea, which I know still you haven't seen it. No, yeah, make you watch it. Um, where it's the ants and they are in servitude of the grasshopper. The grasshoppers come back every spring and they take their tax of mm. however oh, much. That sounds very American. Yes, <laughs> it is. That sounds very capitalist. Brutal. Yeah, it's very brutal. They take their tax of like the ants have to. Or sorry, I said spring, but they come every fall, right before winter. Right. The, the ants have to collect this huge mound of like offering for the grasshoppers and it's you know a twist on that sort of the ant and the grasshopper <laughs> dynamic which apparently yeah. there's multiple versions of yeah i think there's probably several versions of that which is uh, it's cute i guess it's a reminder to i guess do hard work but i think you should also sing too you should sing and play and there should be a balance not yes there's you know unfortunately in america I, but i'd say western world in general there's no sense of like, you can just do this because it's fun. It just feels like everything has to be like. I would say that's not even just a Western thing now. Yeah, I think that's an entire world thing. Like if you're doing it, you should be making money at it. And I'm like, yeah, humans sing. Let them sing badly and not have to make a, yeah. a you know, I have say nice on time. my podcast. So <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't make any money on this podcast. That's true. We don't. This is a hobby you for know, us. This is a hobby. I think eventually, not as of yet, over to Patreon. Patreon would be nice. Um, listeners, if you want Patreon, maybe tell us what kind How of things you would want in a Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. What would what would you, what would you want? Know. 
Would you want to hear a man rants about musicals? <laughs> this is my chance. Uh, I think it would be fun to do like, would you like to watch A Bug's Life with me for the first time? Yeah, that'd be fun. We could finally make Kelly watch it. <laughs> we could do a stream. Watch it with me. I'll have snacks. You should have snacks too. You know. So tell me about the Katie did superhero. What are you, what are so, the, what's going on with her? With yeah, Katie? I'm trying to figure out how to get her cape to be kind of leafy. I'm just going to have to make like a leaf shaped cape. I think that's the best way to make her sort of leafy. Yeah, producer then, Derek is uh, suggesting like a druid. Probably because oh, we were talking Baldur's Gate earlier. So now we're... Okay, so I'll give her the ever classic belt in the middle over a tunic. <laughs> That's what they like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe a twig-shaped staff. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. I'm going to put that Because they, they munch on stems um, and they lay their eggs inside stems and leaf litter. But I think a twig is is fine. They always have the, the glowy bit on the top to make it a, <laughs> make it a beautiful flower. Cause... They eat flowers, too. They eat flower bits. Make that glow. Ooh, the magic. The magic. Yeah, they're very, very going druid on this. Okay, we'll give her a capelet sort of situation here. Oh, keep that good. keep that, that Ren Fair aesthetic going. <laughs> go there we go all right um she is holding up a protein shake <laughs> she from, is... an, from an admirer good save good save with the protein shake amanda <laughs> <laughs> i still want to say anything else <laughs> oh yes and you well, would... look like someone who'd be friends with our friend mason b though I, I do think her and Mason B would be buddies. She might try to eat Mason B, maybe, depending on how big she is, but I don't... We'll see. We'll just assume that, that she's, a, she's slender. She was a slender meadow. <laughs> her name's something like Summer or whatever. Yeah. Let's give her, let's give her some anime hair here. That's what I love. Anime hair? Just a hair that would be so inconvenient if it was your hair. Oh, really. yeah. But it's fine because you're in an anime. I'm, that'll be her fake antenna here. Plus, she's a <laughs> druid. So, yeah. yeah, I really love... I can't get over that. The the nymphs pretending to be ants and only making the bottom part of their antennae black to look like yeah. short ant antenna. It's just it's so cool. It's so very cool. I can't. I can't handle it. That's how cool it is. Oh yeah, I went to art school. That's why I can draw really great braids. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> what we're going with here. Definitely don't look like sausage links as I quickly sketch them out. <laughs> yeah, Derek is mentioning uh, superpower of shape shifting. Oh yeah. well, I mean, I if she's a druid, kind of yeah. If she's disguising herself as a bugbear. <laughs> I need to give her. Should she have a bell sleeve? I know you love a bell sleeve. <laughs> I do love a bell sleeve. Although I, I would imagine with adventuring, it gets in the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, a nice subtle bell sleeve then. We won't go crazy with the bell sleeve. 
Okay, I'm going to send you the sketch so we can decide what else she needs. Yeah, let me see. So I, I popped one leg to show that she's interested in the protein shake that she has received. <laughs> I gave her long braids <laughs> to kind of be the antenna. She's saying, ooh, la la, as kind of a, um, a song of acceptance of the protein shake. And then she's got a, a staff with a flower that's indicative of her druidesque powers. I'm not sure what else she needs here to show mm -hmm. that she is. The, she's the, kind of got leaf-shaped. The leg up is something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like crazy up. It's just the it's the it's the, it's the just up a the little. Princess bit. Diaries leg pop. When yeah. You get... Can um, you give her those Batman gauntlets with the little spikes? Yes. Yes. I yeah. Can. She needs little spikies. What do you think, producer Derek? Does she need anything else? Is she looking? I think the spikes are the big thing. There, when I was reviewing your show notes, there were several mentions on. Yeah, they're quite spiny things. They're quite yeah, a lot spiny. of spiny guys, and they can use those to like grab things, kind of like a praying mantis. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, they make them even more pronounced. Then, I'm trying to think where else I can add spikes to. Pauldrons, give her pauldrons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little circlet if she's a druid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's give her a little. Oh, should she have like a violin or something? Oh yeah, we can give her kind of a multi-class bard class. <laughs> yeah, a little bardy. I'll give her a tambourine. There we go. Yeah, tambourine's fun. To go with her, uh, what did you call it? The tamp tamp tamponade. Oh, the, the <laughs> tympanal membrane. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. yeah tambourine. And she can wear great. that. She can wear that on her on her hip or her leg. She can be strapped in. Oh yeah, strap it to the leg. Oh, okay. I see. I see. <laughs> I put it up on her hip. She needs it lower down. She needs like those. <laughs> Maybe I'll give her bells on the on the ankle here. <laughs> ching, ching, ding, 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 ding. That would be so annoying to walk around with someone in your party oh, who had I bells on their ankle. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm looking at the updated art now. Okay, yeah, so I, I changed her hair a little bit. I like her little circlet. Bug shape. Gave her a moon circlet. Gave her a tambourine on the hip. Gave her jingle bells <laughs> on the ankles, which would be so annoying, but I'm going to allow it. It's ridiculous. It's great. I do want... It's wonderful. I, I guess Mason B doesn't have a civilian form, only in my head, that if I imagined her civilian <laughs> form. Someday when we write our... <laughs> we write the bug universe. You you could one day if you're if you're just feel like doodling you could draw Mason B, and yeah. Katie did in their civilian form hanging out. Yeah, they need it. And they also <laughs> we also need uh, Dusty, who is the civilian form of um, of Bumblebee. <laughs> His name is Dusty. What is that? Dusty. What oh, did sorry, you mean? Bumblebee. Oh yeah, his name's Dusty because of like just one Bumblebee that's called Dusty. Um. <laughs> I love it. I love Bumblebee. He's great. <laughs> we need him hanging out with uh, Dung Beetle. Oh, yeah. They're best. Working best on their games. <laughs> and drinking Respect Women Juice. Yeah. They're so good. We do have to, like, make... We do have to make a comic or something. I think we do. I would really love to have that be one of the things we open up to people where it's like, hey, write what you think that their adventure is. Oh, yeah. Be, you know? Yeah, then we can... Can make it more talented. I could I could outsource my creativity. That's <laughs> what I wanted. I want to crowdsource. Yeah. Well, listeners, if you have any thoughts 
about any of our heroes that you want to share with us and their world, we're uh, bugseedheroes at gmail.com. Whatever. We've got a couple lores established here, but yeah, uh, loved it. pretty open world other than that. So so I think I think we covered everything. Yeah. Is it did, time did, to say did farewell? Katie did? did Katie didn't? How many legs did Katie have? Katie, I'm giving Katie four out of six. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Solid bug. Nothing solid, wrong. She's got a great shape. The pink, so good. Can't fight that. <laughs> Um, I think the recessive thing is super interesting. It's very weird. Dominant, yeah. Dominant. yeah the do- sorry, the recessive versus the, the green is the recessive. Recessive, trait. yeah. It's is wild. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah, selection is pretty interesting. Um, how many legs would you give Katie? I, I I think four is fair because she's good. She's interesting. She's solid. She's serving the community. Um. But she doesn't have anything that I would say is like strictly 100% unique to her. The way that like a scorpion yeah. has a scorpion tail. That's his thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because she, there may be songs, but crickets have songs. Yeah. The nuptial gifts, other, other she's, bugs. She's kind of like a grasshopper, gifts. but she's not exactly a grasshopper, you know, so. <laughs> she would resent being compared to a grasshopper, like, I think. Yeah, she hates that guy. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. It's part of you her. You know, it's like a real hawk and dove situation here. <laughs> she's like, ugh, that guy. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think she's good. I think Katie's good. Everyone knows a good Katie in this movie. Does Everyone, it yeah. I feel like uh, to the listeners, there is no time in between. But I've missed you guys because I've been sick, and yeah, for me, it's been like a whole. <laughs> it's been like, weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to be back and healthy. And um, how you, how close? How much work do you have left? Uh, you got a month and change left, right? I got I got some I got some work. I got some work. I got to write. When I'm done writing, I give everything to my committee. Mm-hmm. And then I have to wait for the committee to approve my manuscript. So I'm getting close to that stage where it'll just be me waiting for a response, playing Baldur's Gate 3. Until because <laughs> I'll have what nothing else to do. Yeah. Just well, buzzing in the back of your mind there. I hope they're enjoying it. <laughs> hope it's good. Uh, I'll just be writing. I'll be writing show notes, I guess, for future episodes. How many chances do you get to submit it before they're like you don't get to be a doctor um i they'll i'll submit it once and then they'll give me edits and the edits usually won't be anything too serious because they already know what projects i've been working on right they, and they, they, they haven't let you get to this stage and they yeah. like actually find your whole premise to be flawed yeah this is insane no you've um, been studying ladybugs this whole time when you told us it was mosquitoes you know? mosquitoes yeah you and bumblebee have been hanging out when it should have been <laughs> you and mosquito but uh wildly misinformed us of what this project was <laughs> so i'm i'm assuming i'll get some probably light edits uh i tend to write more than is necessary that seems to be my problem for for some things so i'll probably have to cut it back a little bit and then then i'll submit for uh defense and graduation once i get the green light from the committee so i would say just a few months so defense <laughs> Is that you just standing there and you have to... Yeah, there's a siren in the background. I'll, That's I'll me. Start. I think it's just going to have to be there. Yeah. Um, That's what you get for living in a city, guy. I live in a city. There are sirens sometimes. It's fine. So with, def- so with defense, is it... I'm imagining, and tell me if I'm wrong, you're standing <laughs> in a room. There's a spotlight on you because, of course, there is. <laughs> and then there's a, a darkly lit panel of professionals, and they're, mm-hmm. like, up above you. 
in a very tall you know in star trek sounds like a uh, like an occult meeting (laughs) exactly that's what i want and they're there and they have like a big gong behind them oh yeah Um, yeah and they ask you questions and you have just know everything about your research projects i say research project like it's this quaint little like <laughs> like it's not um, something I spent six years working <laughs> literally on. years yeah, yeah. They, so you have to defend your whole thesis mm-hmm. as they quiz you about it and you have to be able to answer anything about your yes. your work yeah wow. so I have three... and when you're wrong they, they bang the gong and they bang the gong yes uh, they say, throw... you're not a doctor we're actually taking away your undergraduate as well <laughs> they throw fruit at me the whole time that's, that's <laughs> yeah, what it is so I have away the rank of master <laughs> You are on this council, but you do not get the rank. They, they won't give me the rank of master. I don't get to sit. <laughs> I'm on the council, yeah. yeah. But um, so I have three chapters, which are three different research projects that I've been working on for a few years, and I will go over all of them. My committee will be there, which is four people, but also and they've been keeping tabs on you this whole time. Yeah, sort of. My advisor has mostly been keeping tabs on me. Uh, the committee, I kind of pop in every, every once in a while and I'm like, hey, I'm still doing things. And they're like, good. You know, I'm not just using your money to sit yeah. around and play Baldur's yeah. yeah. So um, the committee will be there. It's also open to the entire school. So professors from the biology department will come. Professors from the earth and environmental science department will probably also come. The dean came to my master's defense, which was horrifying because uh, he was an expert in the topic I covered. Um, so there there could be four people in the room. There could be 30 people in the room. Um, oh my gosh. My friends and family are allowed to come. So my husband will be there. Uh, a good friend of mine really wants to come because she's she is not an academic and she has no idea what a defense looks like. So she's like, please let me come. Are you going to let friend of the pod ped come? Dr. Ped, yeah. Dr. Ped might come. I think he's expressed interest in supporting mm. me because he's my he's my buddy. Uh, I guess it probably depends on his teaching schedule. Yeah, but, uh, more than anything, it probably depends on whether he can leave. Class. <laughs> he can leave campus or not. But I would love if friend of the pod Ped came and cheered me on. But it's going to be stressful, you know. And, and everyone yeah. can ask me questions. So if there are thirty people in that room, they all get to ask me a question or several if they want to. And I have to just know the answer. Right. And so like, that's, is that part of the point of having other professors come from other places? Yeah. They can like track your they, rigor they, on the topic. Well, because part, they, they might just think differently than the other yes, bug guys. Think. They will be coming from, so professors, say a professor is more um, knowledgeable in marine science. He mm, might mm-hmm. come with a question that feels a little more from that angle. Right. Or well, have you considered this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or if a professor mm-hmm. is a plant biologist, maybe they're wondering, you know, if there's any link between habitat and mosquito or what the, you know, nectar they're feeding on or anything like that. Like, so they right. might all come from their, they'll always come from their specific background. Right. Um, one of the guys on my committee is, uh, his like, specialty is evolution. So I get lots of genetic and evolution questions from him, which is... Right. A little scary for me, but it feels very. If your life was a video game, if, if you were Baldur's Gate, right? and you have to like pass through these like trials of <laughs> like prove your courage. You must yeah. pass by the courage, professor. Prove your wisdom. You have to get past the wisdom, wisdom wizard. Professor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It yeah, it's like that. It's very stressful. You have the triforce. Here you go. <laughs> but supposedly. Um, you know, they'll never let you get to the defense point if they think you're not going to pass. 
and right. everyone there wants you to pass. I have known right. a lot of these professors. I did my master's degree there too. So I've known mm -hmm. these professors for 10 years. Have you ever and seen someone fail? No, but I've heard of people failing. Of people. And that is like, like I, I know someone who failed. Um, they ask you questions and you go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> ba basically. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And it's, it's embarrassing. Not just your... It's very embarrassing. It's not just that know. your science has to be rigorous. It's that you have to understand and be able to explain yes. that science to someone else. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because I could see how you'd be like, well, I wrote this paper and it's a really Isn't great this paper. enough? Yeah. But I don't, I don't have it all memorized because I'm a bad memorizer. You know, yeah. you don't get to be a doctor if you can't memorize. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know someone who failed and they will give you a second chance, but mm, okay. I, I think she just dropped out of the program. She Oh, yeah, I mean, all that work. I know that would be heartbreaking to get up there and feel like, yeah, years of work have culminated into you failing. You yeah. know, like ugh, ugh. for for me, I don't have a backup plan, so I have to pass. Yes, I have been this doing all this for so many years, and I will pass because <laughs> I don't have a choice. You know, I'd be yeah. so embarrassed to just give up. I can't. Yeah. So yeah keep going i'm assuming I'll, I'll be very nervous my anxiety will probably be horrible but i will do the best i can you know i mean sometimes anxiety is earned <laughs> <laughs> anxiety's not always bad sometimes yeah. it's there to keep you alive <laughs> yeah i'm anxious about bears that's the right response you should be anxious about bears. well the problem is when i'm anxious about nothing and yeah you know what i problem. mean like my base I mean, level I've, anxiety is high i told you before about when i was pregnant and i started freaking out about the idea of living in the same city as a zoo because i was worried about all of the animals escaping the zoo I that i was only a couple of miles from a polar bear at all at any given time and a polar bear can travel pretty dang all fast let alone the tigers yeah but that's what anxiety does you yeah know. that's what it, and that was that was pregnancy anxiety for me and luckily that has <laughs> lessened as, as i was not pregnant but. yeah so if you ever need to explain I understand the experience of anxiety and you just don't get why someone can just choose you know just don't be nervous oh no, i hate that i hate them someone <laughs> someone's like just uh uh or, or they're like hey we're we're all rooting for you we're all on your team so you don't have to be nervous oh i don't thanks oh great thank you yeah i don't have a choice my body my brain is just doing what it wants to do the chemicals are flooding me whether i understand logically that i have nothing I, to be afraid of or I've not definitely had moments before where i, I probably looked bad like oh you look terrified and I'll, and I'll have to say out loud uh, I know I look nervous right now but um it's just my brain see I'm, that's so I'm funny not I would you know? say that it's probably the exact opposite of my experience with you from the outside <laughs> is that you always seem very collected and then you're like I'm peeing myself at this very moment <laughs> I'm like Kelly my I have no idea yeah. Whereas I feel like I wear my heart on my face all the time. People be like, "You need to, you need to have less face about this." And I'm like, I it won't. probably depends on how nervous I, I am. You know, I always get nervous before we do Comic Con panel, and I've done that a million times. It just, yeah. it just is. You know, I talk fast when I'm nervous. So uh, bless anyone who's <laughs> ever seen me in person because I talk better than fast. You do. You don't. You do speed up. You speed up. <laughs> Sorry, it's just uh, that's what you know. You can never control the body. What, Derek? Well, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, uh, indulging me on what it's like to be become a doctor. Mm -hmm. And again, this sure. is a, like, what is what's your what's your letters going to be? 
not MD. That's no, the one uh, I just PhD. Just PhD. PhD. Okay. So yeah. let, thank you for letting me in on the world of earning a PhD. Sure. I will uh, tell. We can do a whole episode about my defense after I do it, if we want. If the listeners are interested, Doctor Kelly, in the Doctor Kelly here on the pod. <laughs> I need to get some. I need to get some letters. All I have is, I think BA. <laughs> It might be a BS, actually, now that I say that. Maybe. Well, thanks, everyone, for, for tuning in. We uh, we love you. We're, yeah. we're always tickled that anyone wants to listen to us. It's fantastic. Thank you for the support. Yes. Thank you for coming. Um, if you're a writer, write us. Mm-hmm. If you're an artist, art us. If you're a for- red... I don't know who, I don't know what else people do. If you're a singer, sing us. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't you love that? Akated sing us a Kated song. song. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is a Kated song. Um, that's uh, it. Bugscenehearos at gmail.com. All the social media stuff, Reddit, Instagram, etc. Come by. Stay at the Facebook. credits for the, uh, for the end stinger. Yeah. I love you. Bye. Bugs Need Heroes was created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman. Hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad, with some assistance from Chelsea Bodden and a few cats. Character art is by Amanda Allen Nide. Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out at bugsneedheroes.com, and most of the socials are under Bugs Need Heroes. Thank you to the Entomological Society of America for the Chrysalis Fund grant. The tiger from Zootopia who would treat me right. <laughs> <laughs>